Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. It's time for us to get into our Mindful Wednesdays. We're never too busy to make sure that uh, we uplift our spirits and uh, we are open when it comes to the challenges that we face as South Africans and as A-teamers. Let's welcome our A-team guest, uh, Rufilo Nyoni, who's a qualified mindfulness facilitator. She's a content creator, renowned speaker, and the CEO of Mindful Revolution. Rufilo, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. And I can't think of a better song to uh, bring us into this insert. I'm glad that KG and uh, Brabenzito <laughs> chose this song to make sure that you're also happy um, with the song choice and uh, the, the message in it, right? So when we look at where we currently are as a people, people are having relationship challenges, financial challenges, family challenges, health challenges. There's a global pandemic that we are still faced with. There are wars in Africa, abroad in Europe, Ukraine, Russia. There's so many things happening. Uh, Inflation costs, which are leading to depression and a lot of other things. When you say to us, we need to be optimistic, we have to have a positive mindset, what are you saying? How 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 easy is it to get to that mindset, especially with all the things that we are facing? You know, Patricia, just the list of things that you have mentioned, and it seems overwhelming just hearing uh, what you have listed as concerns that we're faced with on a daily basis in our lives, within our reach, and some of them without. And um, it seems like a long list, but it's definitely not everything that we face with because there is so much more. And, of course, considering all those things, it's very difficult to have a positive mindset, to be optimistic. But I think the reality for for many of us is that we we almost just don't have a choice um, because we have to be hopeful because without hope, what are we and really what are we faced with? And when we think about things like positive thinking, I mean, positive thinking, having an optimistic mindset it really is, um, it's about a mental and emotional attitude. It's about focusing ourselves in an optimistic way and uh, trying to expect positive results. I mean, you know, we talk about this being a mindset that uh, looks on the bright side of life. We anticipate happiness, health, success, all the good things that we want to experience. And it's very difficult to feel a sense of confidence Um, over the many obstacles that we're facing. It's uh, very difficult for us to consider that things can improve both in our lives and uh, what we are seeing and viewing outside of ourselves. But, you know, like I say, there's there's, there's very little that we can do to change what is happening on the outside. Then we have to consider that the change has to happen within our own mindsets and within ourselves. And really on the topic of mindsets, I'm a, a very big fan of the work of Carol Dweck. Um, she's written a book that's entitled A Mindset, the, the New Psychology of Success. And in this book, you know, she teaches us about the growth mindset and also she talks about the fixed mindset. And if I can just unpack a, a little bit what this means, um, the growth mindset, it's based on the belief that um, the basic qualities uh, that we have are things that can be changed and can be developed through effort, through experience, 
It's a state of mind that's open to learning and growth in all situations, including situations of a trauma, of failure, and the growth mindset. It's linked to resilience. It's linked to well-being. And they say that if we have this mindset, it makes us more naturally grateful and optimistic. So when you're operating in this mindset and a life challenge presents itself, though our initial reaction may be a negative one, we can uh, give ourselves the choice to respond rather than to react. And in some ways, we can start to uh, manage ourselves, perhaps, even if we can't manage what's happening on the outside of us. The opposite, the opposite of that, uh, what sits in the juxtaposition of juxtaposition of the growth mindset is in the fixed mindset, right? And this is based on the belief that the qualities um, cannot be changed, that things cannot be changed, and this creates a desire for us to avoid failure at all costs. And so any sense of failure, things that are not going well, are taken quite personally. Now, you know, this helps start to create uh, an internal monologue of judgment. We criticize ourselves, we stress ourselves, and um, so it's so important that we try. It's not always possible, but try as much as possible to try to be as optimistic about the things that we are able to be optimistic about. It won't be everything, and maybe it won't be many things, but if we can find pockets of excellence in our lives, we can start to help ourselves, even this cruel, crushing world, to find something that we can be grateful for. But Rufilwe, you know, and I hear you say we must try, and I agree with you, we must try. But when, when someone is facing a situation, most of the time, they only look at that situation, the element of mm. gratitude for other elements of their lives that are going okay or seemingly okay, falls away because that particular situation, the fact that right now you cannot afford um, to buy food for your family, the fact that right now you cannot afford um, medical bills, that can get someone to a place where that trying is not possible. So for a person mm. like that, how do they become mindful enough to be able to get to a point where they can actually try to be grateful, mm. try to be mindful, because you are still faced with the fact that there will not be a hot plate of food for yourself and your family at the end of the day? Mm. You know, I mean, Patricia, it's such a difficult question. And I think that, um, you know, as you've mentioned, there are, um, a significant amount of challenges that people are faced with, things that they're not able to resolve immediately, um, people who don't have prospects, who don't have any idea where to look or where to turn for help. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's tough. It really is tough. And even in my saying that we have to try, it's um, also me bearing in mind my own life challenges and the efforts and the attempts that, that I have to make. Mm. I think very key, firstly, is, you know, is to try and plug into a support system. I know that um, it creates a great deal of vulnerability to maybe talk to people about the challenges that you're having, maybe ask for help, maybe, you know, tap into uh, someone who's able to help you. I think one of the things that's happened in our world, which makes me quite sad and I think is, is deeply problematic, is that we've become quite community deficient. And so we don't 
lean on others as much as we used to. You know, I know growing up for me, um, I had 100 mothers, 200 fathers, that kind of thing. We all knew our neighbors. So we are so isolated in the world that we live in now. So I think the first would be to try to plug into um, your support system, the people that you can trust. And hopefully for the people that uh, are going through challenges, I mean, I'm saying for the people, I'm one of these people who are experiencing things in life that are not so great, is that there must be just one person that um, can help and assist in some way. You know, secondly is to find something that can make you happy. It's tough, obviously. When you've got nothing to eat, when you've got um, nothing to think positive about, but what is a pocket of excellence in your life that you can find? What is one thing that is within your control amidst the, the thousands or even millions of things that are outside of your control? What is the one thing that you can do? Maybe it's, I don't know, you know, um, it can be so many things. But, you know, being mindful is not even so much about changing the situation, but it's about our self-management and our self-awareness. Um, do I have all the, uh, the, the, the answers to the, the challenges we're facing? Absolutely not. But um, all I can say is that um, our mindsets do matter when, when we're faced with these things. Now you speak about the fact that when you were growing up, there was a lot of um, mothers and fathers and, uh, you know, you, you had a community around you. I want to ask mm. our A-teamers, A-teamers, as you're listening right now, what is it that you are facing that is causing you not to be optimistic, that is causing you not to be positive when you look towards the future and the present? Please let us know so that perhaps Rufilo would be able to assist you on how to change that mindset and become mindful of the things that you can be grateful for. And if you are one that is a support system to others, who's your support system? Because I know there's some ATMers like that who are looking after everyone else, but they have no one looking after them. The number to dial in on is 011-714-2006, or you can WhatsApp 614 SMSs go to 41391. I know times are tough. That's why we have these Mindful Wednesdays. Let's share. Let's open up our chests. Rufilo has said she's also facing things. I'm facing things. Ben is facing things, I'm sure. KG is facing things. Greg Rose is facing things. We are all facing some challenge. But we are all trying to be positive. In fact, we're not even trying. We're endeavoring to be positive. But sometimes when you say you're trying, it seems like you're doing it from a weak point of view. But when you endeavor, it's, it's something you want to achieve. But we are facing life as it is. So let me know, A-teamers. Ask your questions. Give us your comments. Who's your support system? How are you staying optimistic and positive? Rufilwe, back to the issue of, um, of, of, of a support system. How important is it for us to have, um, you know, top priority as uh, our top priority as personal relationships? How important is it for us to have to cultivate relationships of support in our workplaces, in our homes, in our communities, especially when times are tough? Yeah, you know, I did share that I am, you know, experiencing challenges in my life. And um, some of it relates to my support system. Uh, my mother passed away last year in July. My dad passed away a few years ago. Um, Condolences, Rufilwe. Condolences. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. So I'm struggling with um, some of the, you know, someone, the closest person in my life. And 
we're not getting along very well at the moment. So from that perspective, um, it's uh, it, you know it, it feels very difficult to um, to to manage certain things in life. But you know I think the important thing is to understand that. Um, you know, the quality of our relationships, they determine the quality of our lives in general. And um, our relationships are one of the only ways that we can fuel our emotional bank accounts. You know, um, it's important that we prioritize um, social relationships, relationships with our friends. You know, are we investing in them? And if we're not investing in them, what are we hoping that we will get out of them? It is crucial that we pause, you know, just like we can spend time um, spotlighting people's lives, looking at social media. When was the last time you really reached out to someone to say, hi, how are you doing? And not with um, a lazy attention, but with attention that really wants to find out how, how someone is. When was the last time also that you gave um, you know, informative feedback about how you are to someone else? It is so important that we start to cultivate communities because everything takes a village. It's not just raising a child that takes a village. It's um, where we've reached the point in our lives where we are. It's taken a village. Our support systems are everything. Um, on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, you're sitting in studio. It's not just you. It's your team. You know, those relationships are important. So there's, there's very little in our lives that we can do on our own. And um, often we prioritize the relationships that tend to take away from us, tend to take away our time, our energy in exchange for certain things, and we don't prioritize the relationships that nurture our hearts and the ones that give us our emotional first aid, as I like to sing. So it's so crucial. In a time where you know, many things are falling apart, we don't just need resilient people. We need resilient relationships as well because these become our leaning posts. These become the people that we can turn to when we want to cry, when we uh, don't know what to do, when we don't know when our next level is. And, you know, more than the relationships that are um, the personal relationships in our lives, also finding resources that we can plug into that can assist us. So those relationships are important. You know, there's certain things that we may not know because we're not necessarily looking. Um, and so, you know, making ourselves resourceful, um, making sure that we are present for the people that we love and the people that we love us, making sure that not only do we support people, I heard you say uh, there are people that are constantly giving, not making sure that you're not just supporting people, but are you supportable? Do you make it easy for others to come to you and offer help, or do you turn that away? So I think it's just so important that we reflect in things like that. It's important that we refuel and we invest in our emotional bank accounts, and it's important that we remember that our loved ones are going to be the ones that miss us in the days and the times when we are not there. Hear you loud and clearly. I've got Aitima Aisha on the line. Good evening, Aitima Aisha. Good evening. Uh, but listen, the last bit that you said, it's called social capital. And that is a, a, a necessity in in this climate. <laughs> mm. <laughs> right? That's one. Two, I wanted to, to tell you, yes, but you stress about your kids. <laughs> It's not stress, Aisha. It's, it's love, and I don't think there's a parent um, who's, who's raising children that they don't love and care for. 
um, and you want to be the best parent. And uh, like Pretty, um, sorry, excuse me, like Rufilwe, I lost my mom. I lost my mom at a young age. I was 14. And, mm. and I, do, I don't want to be alive but not present in their lives as a mother. I don't want to be too busy. So it's not stress. It's love and care and wanting them to grow up to be human beings that society will be able to accept and society will be able to to live with because other people are raising children that you just can't live with. But in any case, go ahead, Aisha. Okay, now this is what I want to tell you about that. Mm-hmm. Now the other day I was walking and I met this guy who had gone to fetch his child to the court. And he's one of these middle class numbers. And he was telling me that he's raising his daughter on 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 his own. The family structure is extremely important because if your child doesn't want to talk to you, they must be must be somebody else in the family that that they feel free to talk to. That's that point. Yeah, very true, very true. Thank and, you. And, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, practically, I don't think that there's many people that 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 can feel very positive and optimistic right now and my advice for that is simple things create a structure for yourself clean your house every day rake rake your yard go for a walk do simple things that make you okay Mm. you Mm. don't need to do anything other than get through the day Okay, that's all that I wanted to say. Thank, thank you so very much, Aisha. Thank you. Um, let me come back to you, Rufilwe. Rufilwe, um, what what Aisha is saying is very important, you know, family structure, mm. but also having an individual routine to be able to have something to be grateful for. Mm. But, you know, there's one thing I realized about us in this modern day and age. We, our minds are running so fast. We are always in the future, never in the present. We never appreciate the fact that we can breathe in and breathe out fresh air. We don't look up at the sky and just appreciate the clouds. We are always complaining, load shedding, na 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 na, no water, na 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 na, not enough money, you know. Um, Our minds are just running at such a fast pace. Could this also be one of the reasons why we are not mindful and optimistic and positive? Because we are always looking at what's to come and not what's happening right now. You know, there is a gentleman by the name of Dr. John Kabat-Zinn. He is a leader of modern mindfulness theory. He is professor emeritus at um, the University of Massachusetts Medical School. And I was listening to a podcast of his recently, and he said something so powerful that I never forgot. He said that no, if you are breathing, there is more right with you than what is wrong with you, no matter what is wrong with you. So basically what he was saying is that the fact that we are breathing means that more, there are more things that are going well in our lives that are not going well. And, you know, I love that you've plugged that in. You know, we breathe and we breathe out, but we don't necessarily acknowledge that that in itself is a gift. It's not something that is based on our intelligence or a level of social 
standards in life or anything. I mean, there's so many things that we receive, um, physically even, that are a privilege, things that we don't have to think about. I mean, we wake up in the morning, we don't have to necessarily think about uh, plugging in our lungs so we can start to breathe or um, how our goal that is going to work. Unless we start to feel ill and these things start to become uh, problematic, then we focus on, on our health and, and things like that. So I do think that the fact that we are living in the future in our brains and living in the past in our brains um, is, um, is, yes, I mean, definitely is a reason why we feel anxiety, we feel depressed sometimes. But, you know, let's be honest, it's, it's not easy not to feel these things in a world where um, everything seems so much in your face and a lot of it uh, seems negative. Um, is it important that we start to pay attention to small things in our breath? Like Ayesha said, there are things in our lives that we can control. There are things in our lives that uh, are going okay, even if we don't recognize it, even if it's not on, 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 a, on a huge scale. So I think it's important to find a way to plug in um, a little bit of gratitude. It's difficult. Yes, I acknowledge, for me included, um, but again, we have to endeavor, as you said, to, to, to find ways to be as present as possible because the moment doesn't last. And for many of us, we're missing the moment. We're not even here for right here, right now. Well, uh, Rufilwe, we need to wrap up now. Please, can you kindly give us your uh, website or contact details for our A-teamers to be in touch with you? All right. So our website is www dot mindfulrevolution dot io and you can reach me at refilwe at mindfulrevolution dot io. Excellent. Thank you so very much. That's Rufilwe Nyoni um, talking to us on our Mindful Wednesdays. It's eleven o'clock on the dot. Let's go to the news bulletin with Greg Hose. Good evening, Greg.